Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Inflow podcast, your loving reminder to get back into alignment, let go and flow. I'm your host, Jell, and it's so lovely to meet you if you're new here. Today's episode is going to be on imposter syndrome and how to overcome that because I feel like a lot of us, most of us, I think that most of the world, this is my own personal thoughts, struggles with imposter syndrome or a variation of that, you know, self-doubt, limiting beliefs around one's ability to do something, um, one's qualifications, lots of things. I think that this is a really uh, worldly topic that I think we should all have a chat about because it is a lot bigger than we might think. I think it infiltrates a lot of people's lives and affects their mental health, mental state. It affects their ability to do things and even progress in life. And it affects their ability to get certain tasks done, productivity, or a lot of things. So I think it is important to bring to light and, um, chat about some ways that we can remedy the issue. So, but before we start, I just want to take a couple of deep breaths because I'm feeling a bit out of breath for some reason. I just got up and like grabbed a water and sat back down again and I'm just like out of breath. It's a very hot day today here in Sydney. It's literally like 27 degrees or something, but the air is really warm as well. It's really nice. I love it. But yeah, for some reason it's affecting my breathing. So let's take a deep breath together and um, start off the episode. So everyone close your eyes, take a deep breath in, hold and let it out. Let's do that one again. Take your deep breath in, hold up the top. And let it out. Alright, I'm feeling a little bit better. Quick life update. Not much has been happening this week, I guess. Um, going through some personal changes in life. So I'm just trying to wrap my head around those. And um, really leaning into just ease and flow this week, which obviously is the whole concept behind the Inflow podcast. But um, I did have a really busy weekend, got up to lots of different things. I did dancing with my mom. We went to a charity event, which was called Salsa on the Sea. And we basically just, we paid to go to the event and learn a little bit of salsa, do a bit of social dancing right by the beach. And then all that money, 100% of the proceeds actually go to Lifeline for mental health. So it's really nice to be a part of that. And give back while having fun and learning. I I do feel like I'm learning something new. So that's really interesting with dancing. You know, it's great cardio, great workout, Um, get so many steps in and get your heart rate up. And honestly, it's, it's really tough. Like in terms of cardio, it's a really tough workout. So you get that benefit, but then I'm also finding the benefit of learning something new and getting out of my comfort zone has been really challenging and really helpful. I feel like we should always be striving to learn 
I think no matter what you're doing, no matter where you are in life, we should always be striving to learn something new. And that can be through books, that can be through podcasts, that can be a new skill, you know, things like that. Just stimulating your mind because we can totally go through the rat race of the same thing every single day, striving for things like money, success, like promotions, whatever, and just like trying to pay bills. And we just forget about like stimulating our brain in a way that's different to the life that we're living. So it's very interesting to be learning new ways of dancing. So I'm learning a whole bunch of different dances. I'm not even just doing one. I'm learning a little bit of ballroom. So all the different ballroom styles like waltz, oxtrot. Um, Today actually I'm going with my mum to a class tonight in Sydney and we're going to be doing the rumba and we're going to be doing the tango. So very interesting. (laughs) Things I haven't done before. Again, stimulating the mind, getting the cardio and just like having fun. So something different. So yeah, I do encourage you guys to find something new to try. And I mean, for me, dancing, it's not like I would say that I am a really fast learner with anything. So I can just take a couple of repetitions and then I've got it. And also I'm really good at like listening to the music and feeling the rhythm and like dancing to the rhythm. So salsa, I love salsa because of that reason, but it's definitely something I've never done before. Like I've never done ballroom before, so it's totally out of my comfort zone, especially dancing with random people, like random guys who I have never met and having to do the small talk thing and just like, yeah, chatting to people that I don't know. It's a lot of getting out of my comfort zone and feeling a little bit um, challenged. So it's not like I'm choosing something really easy to do. I think that if you're wanting to challenge yourself, stimulate your mind, do something different, you know, choose something that might get you out of your comfort zone and like learning something new, you know, learning something you haven't done before. So yeah, high key recommend. Um, and yeah, that's sort of what I've been up to. So I had a pretty cruisy week so far. And now I'm sitting down and record with you guys. And I'm very excited about this episode because I have had so many experiences in my life where I've had imposter syndrome, but didn't realize until sort of recently, sort of this year actually, of that I'm actually experiencing imposter syndrome and that's what that is because there are lots of different variations and, you know, there are actually different types of imposter syndrome, different basic types. So I'll get into that further into the episode, but first... I think it's important that we define what imposter syndrome actually is because if you're if you have no idea if you've never heard of the term before then yeah this might be interesting for you to learn something new. I've done a little bit of research today because I wanted to get a little bit more info out to you guys about the topic than just you know my normal feeling and experience and all of that so that you have a bit more I guess, sustenance to the episode and also, yeah, learning something new. So, yeah. So we can define imposter syndrome as an internal psychological experience in which one doubts their abilities, one believes that they are not competent as or as competent as others perceive them to be and also feeling like a fraud. It occurs even when you have found success in that area. 
which I find very interesting. And it tends to affect high achievers who find it difficult to reach the standard that they set for themselves. And some things, some thoughts that might come up for you, if you are ever experiencing imposter syndrome, this might trigger you to think of maybe a time in your life that you've ever experienced it. Some thoughts that may pop up for you might be, who am I to do this? Why me? I'm not qualified, I'm not good enough, I have never done that before, or like who am I to do this, who am I to achieve this, or or accept this, or do this, you know, and this would definitely come up a lot in like the business world, I feel like if you're starting a business and it's something new, something you haven't done before maybe, you might feel like you are not worthy of doing that thing like who am I to run a business who am I to start a business I'm just a stay-at-home mum you might have that thought or who am I to start a podcast I'm just some chick who loves to talk and (laughs) share wisdom but um who am I to have an official podcast that is just way too much um thoughts like that you know might come up for you so I gathered some intel or some info from a particular website on this topic of the different types of imposter syndromes because there are different types that may affect different types of people. So listen out and try and see if you are any of these or you might have a little bit of each of them or you might not experience this at all, which is amazing. I feel like if you're someone who's never experienced imposter syndrome, that's so awesome. Like, good on you. I applaud your courage. I applaud your confidence. I think that's amazing. So, but if you're someone who might think that this is sort of on the path that you may be feeling, then listen out. So I'm going to go through them really quickly. Um, so there are five types of imposter syndrome. The first one is the perfectionist. So that is someone believing that unless you are absolutely flawless and perfect, you could have done better. I find myself doing that a lot. I do think I'm a perfectionist in some ways, but not always. I think some things I'm a little bit more perfectionist about, but I always seem to think to myself, I could have done better or I should have done better, something like that. Even when I'm doing like, when I'm doing my gratitude in the car or so sometimes I say you guys already know I've spoken about this before but I will say three things I'm grateful for for the day and three things I've achieved maybe so if I like let's I'll give you an example I might say I one thing I've achieved today is I went to the gym when I didn't feel like it and then afterwards I might say I could have done a better workout I could have gone for a bit longer but at least I went. I think that whole thing of I could have done better, that is like downplaying the effort that I actually put in. And that happens a lot, like with a lot of different things. I tend to say I, I could have done better. So that's number one. Number two, the expert. So the expert believes that they can't do something unless they know everything there is to know about it first and have mastered every step of the process. So this is sort of like the analytical thinker, the I can't 
do something unless I know all the things, you know, unless I've covered all the all the bases and I've mastered all the things before I even get there. And that's a form of procrastinating. I think a lot of these traits are going to be like a bit of procrastination. But if you're someone who's like, I can't do this until I have this, this and this, I know this, this and this, I've co- I'm qualified in all these different areas, I'm not going to start until I've got all that, then you might be someone who is the expert, believing that, you know, you need to have all the pieces in place and everything there is to know about it, you need to know before you can even start. Number three, the natural genius. The natural genius believes or feels like a fraud because they don't think that they are naturally smart or talented. If you make a mistake or you take a little bit longer to learn something, you feel like an imposter. Number four, I'm out of breath again. (laughs) I don't know why. Number four, the soloist. The soloist feels like a fraud if they had to ask for help to do something. They feel like a fraud because they couldn't do it on their own, so they're not competent. If this is you, you need to start learning how to ask for help and be okay with that. (laughs) Number five, the super person. You must be the hardest worker and reach the highest level of achievement possible to be successful. What was that word? To be successful. And if you don't, then you are a fraud. That's what the super person believes. They need to be the best of the best and reach the highest of the highest levels. Otherwise, they are an imposter and they are a fraud. And that's a little bit of perfectionism, I think, as well. Like, thinking that if unless it's perfect, then it's not real. Like, then I'm an imposter. So those are the five types of imposter syndrome. You may have found you have a little bit of each of them or some of them, or you may have found you're just one, like mainly just one. I actually don't know if I'm mainly just one, to be honest. I think I'm a little bit the expert, I won't lie. I think perfectionism is part of me, but it's not how I feel. I don't feel an imposter. In that sense, I feel an imposter if I'm not if I'm not qualified or if I haven't ticked all the boxes, then I feel like I'm a bit of an imposter. Yeah, I think that comes from me being in a family like where my mum, she's a doctor and she's got like all these different qualifications and degrees. She's like studied her whole life and continued to upskill. She's just finished something now recently um, to upskill again. And I feel like if I'm not skilled in like a qualified sense with all the legitimate legitimate things, then I'm just not good enough, you know? Like that's something I'm obviously working on and have found a lot of progress in. But I think that's where it comes from, just having a parent that is super duper qualified and continuously qualifying themselves um, and has found so much success in their career and work work life that it makes me think like unless I'm not that unless I'm not wait unless I'm that then I'm much less than you know so yeah that might be me the expert but anyways I wanted to share with you a a couple of examples of real world examples my own 
of times where I've experienced imposter syndrome. These are all from this year because, like I said before, I may have experienced this. Actually, I have a lot of the time, but never really knew it was imposter syndrome until recently learning of what this is. So, and that was like literally this year. (laughs) But um, these are three different times this year that I have experienced imposter syndrome. And the first one is you may have remembered or you may remember one of the episodes I did recently where I described my month of June being a really abundant month and I gave you a bit of a story time about what happened. I did mention the imposter syndrome in that episode actually, but just briefly, I applied for a job and I sort of didn't think I would get it because I had been applying for a few different jobs and I hadn't gotten it. And this particular job, I actually ended up getting an interview and I went to the interview honestly not thinking I would get it because I thought there's other people who are more qualified probably than I am because I was still studying. And I actually went to the interview and I sat next to one of the girls who was going to be interviewed and she was so beautiful and like she looked like a model and I thought, obviously I'm not going to get the job because look at this person. She's obviously going to get it. She's like perfection. So I already had the thought of I'm probably not going to get it, but I'm here. So I'm just going to do an interview and YOLO. Went into the interview and I just had a conversation with her. We had a chat, got to know each other. We got on really, really well. We had so many things in common. This was a job in Melbourne. That's probably really important information. I don't live in Melbourne. But I had applied because I was applying to a bunch of different jobs and I ended up applying to this one in Melbourne, thinking that it was a work-from-home role. Turned out it was not a work-from-home role. I had to actually go into the office. And, of course, I did not live there. I was planning on moving there, thinking about it anyways. So I actually did tell her that I was planning on moving there, but not anytime soon. And um, she needed someone sort of straight away. So I left there thinking it's definitely not mine. It's all good. I then got a call that very night and her assistant had called me and told me that I I pretty much have the job because she had to do one more interview, but if it didn't go well, it's yours. And I had this like mini panic attack actually thinking, well, shit, no, <laughs> no, why? Why, why, why me? I don't live here. And I'm also, I I didn't have as much call. Qualif- I didn't have as much experience as maybe someone else might have, although I don't know how much experience other people have. I think that's another thing is assuming. Making assumptions is such a big thing with imposter syndrome because you're, you're making assumptions about things you don't know, right? You don't know what the other person's thinking. You don't know what, you know, what's going on. You don't know the circumstances. I didn't know the experience of other people, but I'm, I'm here thinking that I'm the least, least experienced of all. So I'm here thinking I'm not experienced. I don't live here. I, this is all wrong. Wrong things are happening. And the funny thing is um, I did end up getting the job. The second example I had most recently, probably two weeks ago, I was invited to a gifting suite I think I spoke about this in my previous episode I was invited to a gifting suite by an activewear brand 
that I really love and I have worked with them before and they invited me to their gifting suite where I would go and I would check out their newest collection that was launching and I got to choose a few pieces that I could take home with me and just get to chat to the founders and like they had a little bit of a grazing board and things like that which was so sweet. Before I went in I felt that imposter syndrome come over me and the entire time there I was like the entire time driving there I was totally fine I was like yeah yeah yeah, all good so exciting I've always wanted to do this and this is something new and fresh and sort of on the right track for what I'm wanting to get into career-wise and um I turned up I was walking to the door and all of a sudden I was like oh my god what am I doing here what am I doing here like why did they invite me I'm not supposed to be here I'm not supposed to be here. Why am I here? I went in and then I actually had a great time. So much fun. And then as I was leaving, the next person turned out to be TikToker of the year, Millie Ford, aka Milligram96 on TikTok. You might have heard of her. She's just she's usually the girl who does the skits about soccer mom or the teacher and she's known for her like Boys at the back. She does that uh, impression. Boys at the back. Can't do it, obviously, but yeah. She's that girl. You might have heard of her. Anyways, I was like, what the... Millie Ford is right here in front of me. And she's the next person. And my imposter syndrome flared up again. I'm thinking, if Millie Ford is here, TikToker of the year, what the actual am I doing here? Why would they invite me? And of course, going through the motions, going through the motions, and it was a lot of a lot of it, a lot of emotion. But yeah, that was my next example of me having imposter syndrome. My last example was the most recent, and that was a few days ago. I went to a Pilates class, and um, I go to a Pilates every single Saturday at nine a.m. with my mom. We go together at the gym. The gym holds the class, and this time round the Pilates instructor just did not show up um she must have changed her shift or like cancelled her shift but didn't like no one was informed so we were all there waiting and the there was no instructor and we were waiting for about 10 minutes after class started and we're like what's going on anyways my mum started nudging me and she's like you should take the class and they were all sort of this is a whole group of sort of middle-aged to older ladies so I'm the youngest by far <laughs> and um the instructor is also sort of like middle-aged my mom's nudging me she's like you should take the class you should and I'm thinking she's joking because that's a funny joke right like me so I'm laughing I'm like yeah it would be so funny and everyone started to hear and they're like oh you should take the class you should do it um, lead the class, instruct us. We we really don't want to leave. We don't want to go home. We came here for Pilates and we want to do it. And my mum knows that I do Pilates almost every day. I'm subscribed to an app and her name is Tasha Franken. She's amazing. Her app is amazing. I love everything about it. And I do this her Pilates workouts most mornings. And so my mum's here thinking I'm some expert. Anyways, I'm like, I cannot take the class. I I have no qualifications you need to be I said this to her I said you need to be qualified because you need to know things about the body to be able to assist people 
and to be able to see if someone's going to hurt themselves or things like that, you know, like it's really important stuff. Like I can't just go and leave the class. And here I am talking myself out of it. Anyways, I ended up playing, I ended up saying okay, because the entire room was edging me on. So they were like, you need to go up the front and you need to show us what she's doing. I hate people watching me work out because I always think I'm doing it wrong. Did not wake up this morning and think I was going to lead a Pilates class. Absolutely not. Anyways, I got up the front. I'm sweating balls. I'm so nervous. I play the video and I'm doing exactly what I would do if I was just alone. Just me in the room. And I'm just sort of pretending that they're not there even though they're literally staring at me. So yeah, I led a Pilates class. I did it a whole half an hour. It was a lot. It was a lot. And there was a lot of imposter syndrome around that before and during. But afterwards, they loved it. They had the best time. They said I was really good. I obviously followed the video really well. I, I had gotten straight out of my comfort zone, worked through the imposter syndrome. So Those are my three examples this year of experiencing imposter syndrome and I'm going to share with you in a second just different ways that I have managed. Oh, was that off the wind? Um, Different ways that I have managed my imposter syndrome. Now knowing what it is, and this is why I wanted to do this episode to bring light to this syndrome because it's a psychological one. It's thoughts, it's feelings, and but then it becomes physical when it's lack of physical, you know, lack of doing, lack of doing the thing that you could be doing or progressing forward or whatever. It does affect your physical life, uh, but it begins internally, psychologically. So um, I wanted to bring it to light because you may not think that you experience this or you may not realise and you know, now if you do realize that you do experience this, you can overcome it and you can actually start to do things and move forward in your life and achieve things um, because it can be quite de- debilitating, especially like right in the moment and you could be missing out on on achieving something amazing or experiencing something amazing or finding a new path in your life. I recently came across a TikTok and it was one of those like motivational ones sometimes that comes up and you know like the motivational music in the back anyways I wrote this quote down that I heard this guy say and it was it was one of those TikToks where the the person goes oh here's some life advice and then they play a clip from somewhere else so I don't remember I did they didn't mention where the clip was from but the actual TikTok I watched was from the user was called stay paid podcast so you might want to look that up I don't know if you want I might link it in the show notes I actually will link the actual video in the show notes and the clip played a guy and he was talking to a mic and he was doing the motivational thing and he said these words that I thought I really want to write this down because it's it's actually really a good quote because um imposter syndrome and self-doubt it's not something that only one per like 
you're not the only one who's experiencing this. There are so many people who feel this, evidently, and there are so many people who are debilitated by this and think that they're the only one who can't do something, but you're not alone. So many people experience it and there are ways to overcome it and those people who overcome it, it's through like lots of work and things like that, but also courage to actually do the thing and um, I feel like I had a lot of courage that day leading that Pilates class. It really did take a lot of courage to get up there. I really was not going to do it because I was. I really thought it was a joke, but I, it took courage for me to say okay and do and just do it. And the quote says, courage is not moving forward with the absence of fear and doubt. Courage is moving forward in spite of fear and doubt. So when I got up there, I had I had the fear and the doubt, but I still did it anyways. So just to end off the episode, I wanted to share with you some personal ways that I have managed imposter syndrome that you might like to try next time that you're feeling this. And it doesn't even have to just be imposter syndrome. This can be anything. Actually, I use these things for a lot of different things, you know, whenever I'm going through a tough time or a challenge in my life, whenever I'm feeling low, whenever I feel like I'm in that like lack mentality sort of mindset of thinking I don't have enough in my life or I'm, or even if I'm comparing myself to someone and I'm like, I'm not where she is. Just like limiting beliefs with imposter syndrome, you need to change the narrative. You almost need to convince yourself that what you are thinking about isn't true by questioning your thoughts. What has made you think that you can't do something? What proof is there that you are incapable? Each time that I experienced imposter syndrome this year, I questioned my thoughts and I said, where is the proof? When it came to going to the gifting suite, I said to myself that why am I here? I shouldn't be here. And then I rethought my thoughts you know, questioned my thoughts and I re-shifted the narrative and I said, actually, I am supposed to be here because I was invited. As simple as that. I was invited. That is why I'm here. I am supposed to be here because I was told to be here at this time, at this location, to do this thing. Because I was invited. And that is the proof. That's all the proof I need that I am supposed to be here. I think that me me telling myself that I wasn't supposed to be there is such a fat lie. I just made that up. And then lastly, affirmations. But affirmations out loud are very helpful. They help a lot for a lot of different things. They can help for feeling lost, for feeling lack of confidence, for imposter syndrome, for feeling low, you know, affirmations can really help with rewiring rewiring your brain, especially if you do it every day and you're very consistent. And especially if you say it out loud because you believe it more. When you can hear it, you believe it more. And one affirmation that has changed my whole life with things like this, with imposter syndrome, and not just imposter syndrome, but with going through a challenging time in my life, um, I don't share all the bad things 
or I don't share some of the things that I go through with you guys because I think something should be kept, you know, personal and not sort of exploited in any way. Um, but I have said this affirmation to myself because sometimes when we're going through a, a rough patch in our life um, or a challenging time, we think that it's going to last forever. It feels like it's lasting forever. It feels like it's never going to end and we don't know if we can keep going. Why am I crying? <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, when we, when we feel like it's never ending, we do need to remember that life and what's going on right now in our life is a very small, small part of the entirety of our life. And it's just a moment, it's just a moment in time, period of time, that will pass because all all things pass <laughs> um, and good things will come. And this affirmation that I say to myself has helped me through this tough time and also through any imposter syndrome or limiting beliefs that I might have. And it is... I can do hard things. And the moment I say those words to myself, I believe them and I just push through. I just like magic. I just do it. I just do the hard thing. So when I was leading the Pilates class, I said to myself, I can do hard things. I, I can do hard things. And I just do it. And I did the best that I could. For those people who are looking for a, a Pilates instructor and all they got was me that day, I just pushed through for them and I said, I can do hard things because I can. And so next time that you're feeling like, even if it's like something that you know you have experience in, but you feel like you're still not qualified or you feel like you are not very good at it but someone else thinks that you are, then you need to say to yourself, I can do it. I can do hard things because if I think that this is so hard that I can't do it, I need to remember that I can do hard things. Okay, so if I can't make the thing easy, at least I can do hard things. I hope that you guys found this information and this episode valuable in some way and um. You don't need all the things, the fancy, shiny things. You don't need to be perfect and you don't need to be anything but you. I love you guys so much. Have the best day of your life <laughs> or the best night of your life. And I will chat to you guys in the next episode. Much love. Bye. Bye. <laughs>